What's up everybody? So today we're talking about what you can do or what I did to calm and what I do to calm my anxiety and my depression. Whenever it hits and whenever it occurs, I do these things to kind of mitigate, but I have three big things that I've noticed over the years or the last couple months as well have made the biggest effect. So today we're going to get into them. So raise your hand if you suffer from some form of anxiety or depression or have ever experienced anything of that sort. Right, so we connect all through this subject, this very broad term of depression or anxiety, and I'm going to dive a bit into it today and what kind of worked for me and what I did. This isn't clinically proven or anything, but this is what has worked for me during anxious times or times where I felt depressed and stuff. So let's get into it. The first big one, the first one is I take a weekly sauna for about an hour. Every single Tuesday night, I take a sauna for about an hour. And I first started doing this when I wanted to kind of make a day that was just for myself or a thing that I did just for me that nobody was a part of, nobody really got to bother me during it and I could do it for my mental health alone where it was time away from my phone which I'll get into why that's important later it was heat exposure and it was time that was quiet so I wasn't connected I wasn't stimulated I was in my own head in the heat and it was amazing so the benefits with this that actually can improve with the heat exposure aspect to it of saunas is like it improves like the body's muscles, the recovery and all that, which I'm sure you've heard many, many times before. But what it also does is it improves your circulation in your blood flow and it stimulates the release of endorphins and that helps ease the pain, increase circulations, which improves joints and well, overall long-term arthritis. But what that does as well is it allows you to calm down and relax your brain and think clearly and help with your high blood pressure which then in turn helps with stress and anxiety so I always leave feel like I'm present or like I'm in the moment and I'm relaxed second thing that I do that I think is really really big on a weekly basis a couple times um, I try to do a cold plunge so what this means is, and depending on you know how I shiver, I'm not too great when it comes to cold water. I don't really have a need to do it anything further than this. But I've had times where I cold plunge, and it's, picture this, right? It's 7 a.m. in the morning. A friend of mine and I are standing up to our neck in freezing cold water in late May, and it's a Friday morning, right? And the sunrise is happening, and it's just glistening on the lake. And you can feel the, the water's cold, but you can feel the sun hit your face and the sun's nice and warm. We have the wind blowing by you and just, it's peaceful, it's quiet, it's calm, it's not comfortable. And you'll notice a trend with these things that we talk about. None of these things are comfortable and they aren't quite things that you would do normally. But these few things have allowed me to relax or if, especially if I do the cold plunge in the beginning of the day, to start my day, I found lately that that really helps ground me and start my day off fresh and clean and just feeling better and more relaxed. And it, I did it for me, which is also something that's very important that if you do things for you before you go and do things you don't 
enjoy for a greater purpose, like whether it be you don't like your job but you feel stuck, that's in another video, but you can use that and help get you through the anxiety of your day and at least start you off on the right foot. So I like to do my saunas in the evening, but the cold plunges, the cold plunges I like to do in the morning. Those are very, very big. They shock your system. They shoot through you and they're amazing. I swear by them. They're fantastic. I've never done one, got in and out and been like, well, I definitely feel worse than when I got in. So I can count on that. Now, we know cold water immersion increases the production of mood elevating hormones and neurotransmitters or for the fancy doctor science words out there, the beta endorphins or noradrenaline and dopamine, which is a trendy word that can improve symptoms of depression and anxiety simply by changing the chemistry in our body and our brain, right? Which allows us to relax and go forth about having our day experiencing less depression or anxiety. So I'm really a big fan of that one. That's my favorite, one of my favorite ones to do. I like to do these with friends as well. It's a bit of a challenge, a bit of a personal and mental challenge as well. So once you hit that moment of like perfect Zen, you really, really start to see the full and reap the full benefits and rewards of a cold plunge. So the third thing that I do is uh, what I call a social media detox. This is the big thing that I found a lot of people struggle with. So a lot of people don't do, or they might do cold showers or they might do, you know, their heat exposure, their saunas, but nobody really thinks to detox from social media. People are like, oh, I'm not on my phone or I need to be. We find, I find we make up excuses more or we want to not be on social media as much, but the problem is it's very prevalent. And the reason why mental health or anxiety has been a very, very common issue over the past decade or so is because of the rise of social media and the rise of the cell phones and the rise of technology in that way and being so connected. And that allows everybody to always be informed and always be stimulated and overstimulated and always, always, always engaged. And that's exhausting. I'm exhausted just talking about it. It's not sustainable. It's not healthy in the long term, let alone the short term. And this is kind of an experience I'm going to share with you guys that I had where it was in the summer, right? The weather was good. It was good work. We were busy. So there wasn't any real reason to be in a bad mood or anything. So I noticed I was like anxious and I was like depressed. Like just my mood was down for a few days. Um, and what happened that I knew was that I need to make a drastic change because I wanted a quick fix. And the sooner the fix happens or the quicker you want results, the more drastic of a thing you need to do to get yourself there. At least that's what I told myself in the moment. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do something. I'm going to delete all my social media. I don't want to hear from anybody. I don't want to be scrolling. I don't want to be browsing. I don't want to get down any rabbit holes, right? I can't do that anymore. I need a quick, I need a quick fix, but it, it's going to be drastic if I want this to work. So I go to my phone and I delete all my apps that were pertaining to any social media. So the Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, um, and not just log out, like gone off my phone. I couldn't use them on my phone. I could really only use a few of them on my laptop, but that I'm on that I only see in the morning and night. And it's a process to turn on, enter the password, search everything. So 
that's just a thing that's it's such a nuisance to go do where it's always logged in on our phones we pick up our phones and go and it's funny too that is i would pick i remember picking up my phone in the detox phase and i would pick it up and i would go to like the folder that the app was in and i would press on the screen where there was no app nothing so i was opening my phone without knowing or consciously doing it i would just be like oh take on my phone press on the why isn't it oh this isn't a good thing to do so doing that kind of really made me as soon as i caught myself i was like ooh this isn't good now since it's bad once i broke the habit of it i noticed the stress kind of start to simmer and it slowly over the next couple of days after this i could relax easier and i was having rarely if ever the urge to check it and that's something that's happened ever since. I see everybody immediately just pick up their phones and look. Whereas I'm just kind of like, yeah, whatever, it's there. I pick it up, I look, and I'm like, oh, cool. Nothing's changed. Boom. Nothing's changed. So it's this comparative analysis we do with ourselves to others in our weakest moments. And the reason they're our weakest moments is, I'll explain it this way. I only go on social media when I'm either bored of my own life. So then I want to compare my boredom to everybody else's what they showcase. So whether it be the skills they're learning or the people they're hanging out with or the things they're doing or them winning basically, right? It's their highlight reel. Mine's the same way. It's like, look at all these cool people I talk to. Look at all these cool places I go visit. Look at me. That's what we all do. And it's okay. But where do we look at it from a user or a consumer side of things where we're all addicted we just don't care enough to do anything drastic about it. So I found that if I give myself time where I don't look at it or I only use it or think of it as a tool, that allows me to not put so much pressure on having things like social media be dictating my life. And that's something that I found very, very, very important and something that's been very, very good that I've been switching. So why did this help? Like, why did me not being on social media help? Like, what's the more distinct reason? So with a lot of this thing is like the heightened stress, um, it brings along like a lot of non-good, unfavorable, bad, um, if you will, effects on the brain, such as like it reduces your chance of memory, like good memory. It reduces your short-term memory. And it also increases your risk of depression and what it does is it makes you less prone to higher levels of um, cortisol leaving you calmer and more focused so you're able to retain more information you remember more you're able to listen better and you don't feel like your attention span is like milliseconds you can actually pay attention and accomplish more now stress triggers a combination of signals from both hormones and nerves. And these signals cause your adrenal glands to release hormones, including adrenaline and cortisol, the fancy one that we all hear about. The result is an increase in heart rate and energy as part of a fight or flight response. And this can be a feeling of being paranoid or be the result of that anxiety or that paranoia feeling that we all have when we're away from our phones for a certain amount of time. So to recap the three big things that I do that I try to do on a weekly basis that allow me to 
focus on my day-to-day habits and getting better and my overall mental health. These three things with the heat exposure, so the sauna, just for allowing me time in my own head to be present, um, get my creative juices flowing, not have to listen to anybody, or if I do, I'm just talking, like I'm actually interacting with people, and cold exposure, and I don't mean just like cold showers, I mean like take it to another level, jump in the cold lake, jump in the snow, fill up a bucket with snow or ice water, anything, bathtub with cold water, challenge yourself, push yourself there, you won't regret it, don't forget to breathe, it's amazing the benefits those things could have, and especially that just mentioned cold plunging. The third and final thing that I think is the one that is most, most necessary for everybody to do is the social media detox. I think that's something that's absolutely huge. It's something nobody really wants to do because it's a FOMO thing. It taps into that fear of we're missing out because we don't have it, right? Or we don't want to know what everybody else is doing, but we want to know because we don't want to miss out or feel like we're missing out or not feeling like we're a part of this community that is the people or our community on Instagram or our Facebook network or our Snapchat friends. It's kind of cheating your system and your psychological or sorry, your sociological existence of like, oh, we need to feel a part or included or have friends and feel connected. And it's great because it's tapping into that. But all it's doing is making us compare what we don't have to people that what they do have and it's ruining us. So to revisit those three things, sauna, bath, cold, cold plunges and social media detox, try these things out. Again, these aren't medically like these are the things to do or doctor recommended. These are just what's worked for me. And I want to preface by saying all these things kind of work for me. I've noticed they work really well especially I'm in my mid twenties. So if you're in your mid twenties and you struggle with anxiety or depression, feel free to try these things. They might be uncomfortable at first, but over time, especially in the middle to long term range, you will notice a severe change in mood, personality, like just blood pressure. You'll be more relaxed. You'll be more in the present and you'll stop caring about what people think of you which I will be touching on in the next video. So thank you guys. I appreciate you for listening. I appreciate you for watching and try some of this out. Hopefully it helps you as much as it's helped me.